I done a talk in a school yesterday. Uh, and it went well, I think. Sorry, my face is all my face is all sticky because so usually I get I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking tea today. I, I, I instead of coffee, I've had two coffees this morning. I think this was the way. I think this was the universe trying to tell me to stop drinking as much like caffeinated things because I, I had one can of Red Bull left. I had one can of Red Bull. I bought a twelve deck. <laughs> I bought a twelve deck. And I had one can left. I was like, right, I'll have that this morning when I'm doing my podcast, when I'm doing this. And I went to pick the pick the box up and hold on, I need to fix this mic. I'm obviously I'm obviously off my feng shui here. Right there, that's much better. The and it fell out the box and it hit off the ground. Now I am a messy bastard. Obviously I am a messy bastard. You could fucking tell. Even in the darkness, even in the darkness here, you can tell that I, I, I'm I'm a total messy bastard. The and the can fell out and it hit. Believe it or not, it hit one or two things. It either hit a bolt, right, that's been lying on the floor for a while. Don't know why that bolt's there. Or the tip of a fountain pen. <laughs> See, like the nib you get for drawing pens. It, 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 I hope it's hit that. That makes it sound a bit cooler than just a random bolt. And it just exploded. Like it, it punctured the bottom of the can that all came out. So I just picked the can up and started trying to drink it. Like shotgun a can of Red Bull. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to shotgun a can of Red Bull through a puncture wound at the bottom of it. Uh, and I, I'm absolutely so... My, my beard's all sticky. My beard's all sticky. And I, and I had a quiet word with myself. I was like... And I had to... I just put it in the bin. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, what the fuck are you doing drinking? Like, that, like, you've, like you're a proper addict. Do you know what I mean? So I, I put it in the bin. And then I went... I was like, i make another coffee. I was like, that's your third... That's your third coffee and it's not even fucking half past nine. Do you know what I mean? Like, have a tea. Have a tea, which apparently is just as much caffeine in it anyway, so it's, com- it's fucking completely pointless. But that's a chai tea. That's a chai tea that I've got, a wee chai tea bag, because I quite like that, so I do. There's a couple of smells I like. I can't believe I'm fucking talking about smells. But I do like... My good lady wife's got this thing called Four, Th- Four Thieves. It's quite interesting. In a way, I love the smell of it, right? It's like, it's, so this thing was apparently, I, th- I could, again, I could be totally fucking making this up, but apparently the, this blend was developed during the plague. This blend, the Four Thieves, and apparently, it was it was grave robbers. It was, was it grave robbers? People were, ro- I, I, I'm just making up a fucking story here. Don't know if it's right. So there was these grave robbers that used to rob graves because that's what they done. That was a favourite thing in, in life was fucking stealing things off dead people. So when they were robbing the graves to stop them from catching the plague through the corpses, right? Lovely light fucking subject matter first thing in the morning. I was, maybe I should have had, drank that can of Red Bull. They, they would wrap all these fucking spices, all these herbs and stuff in a towel kind of thing and put it around their face and that and it stopped them from getting the plague, and when they get bumped, when they get bumped by the, by the police for the old grave robbing, the, the the court, the judge was like, if you tell us how you avoided the plague, well, you you won't go to jail, and they and they handed over the, the recipe, they handed over the, 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 the fucking, whatever it was, and it became this thing called Four Thieves, and we use it in the house, like, see if we've got the cold, or we've got something like that, there's something flying about, there's always something going about, but the, that's the... 
that's what we use and, and it smells fucking great. I don't really, I don't even know what's in it, but it smells really nice. I would wear it as aftershave. I would wear that as aftershave if I could. And I think it's the thing that the, the plague doctors, you see the big masks, see those big masks that look like a crow kind of thing. I think that's what they put at the bottom was that thing and it stopped them from fucking from catching the clap. Whatever it was, whatever it was, that's a story. So, oh fuck, am I actually going to tell this story? Am I actually going to fucking tell this story? It's not about me, fuck's sake, right? I need to say it, it's not about me and the clap, right? Frank Zappa. It's about Frank Zappa. There was a, I heard a story years ago about Frank Zappa, about how he used to get the clap quite a lot, right? <laughs> and, in, and he was so proud of the fact that he was actually, looked the way he looked, but still managed to get some. He would go into the doctors and he would just say, I'm here for the blue gel. That was it. He would just put, I'm here for the blue gel. I heard a few stories about Frank Zappa, to be fair. Frank Zappa was one of those ones I got into late in life. There used to be a guy I used to go to school with uh, who introduced me to quite a few things. He introduced me to Bottom, Rick Mail, the, the, the absolute fucking hero that is Rick Mail. Um, and he introduced me to Monty Python. So he did. Uh, and he kept, at one point he was copying Frank Zappa albums and bringing them into school for me. Hot Rats was the first one I think he gave me. And I remember putting it on. But I don't fucking get this. I, do, I, I didn't make it. It just sounded like a noise to me. Like I couldn't fucking, it didn't made no sense to me whatsoever. But I went back in and I told him I liked it. I was like, that was really fucking good. See that song that went, do 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 do. That was a belter. Um, so he just kept copying me Frank Zappa albums. Live at the Fillmore, stuff like that. Joe's Garage, like just kept bringing me in Zappa albums. And I, and I wouldn't listen to them because I don't fucking get this, right? Um, but one of the stories I'd heard about Frank Zappa was he never took a drug. I don't know if that's if that's true, but I'd heard he'd never he never took a drug, right? But what he used to do when he was a wee boy was his dad was a hatter, right? And I don't know if you know this story, right? It's where the phrase mad as a hatter comes from, right? Because they used to use mercury to straighten top hats. And mercury fumes drive you fucking mental. If you drink, if you if you drink mercury, if you fucking drink mercury, you're dead anyway. But like the if the the fumes would drive people insane, like it would actually fuck their brain, and and that's where the term, term "mad as a hatter" came from. The mad hatter came from this mercury thing, right? Now apparently Frank Zappa's dad was a hatter. This could be shite. This could be another one of these absolute fucking. This could be bollocks, right? But I'd heard that his dad was a hatter and he used to bring Mercury home. Because <laughs> it was fun to play with, right? And apparently, Frank Zappa was watching a film one day where I, and it was about a guy who broke out of prison using the wax-off playing cards to make a bomb. And I, I, I heard a story that Frank Zappa, had, when he was a wee boy, had started making homemade explosives out of playing cards, ping-pong balls and Mercury. And he would sit with a bit of wood over his legs and hit these ping pong balls with a hammer to see if they exploded and it fucking hit one and it blew him up to the other side of the room and after that he was he could fucking play music that's what i heard right i I seeing it seeing it out loud seeing it from fucking beginning to end it's obviously but then with frank zappy you just don't know with frank zappy you just don't know if it's shite or not but he probably i don't even know if he maybe just told that story because he liked to talk shite but it was years later i get in his zapper it was years later when my brain formed and I'd started to listen to Frank Zappa. I was like, ah, I get I get it now. I get I understand it now a bit more. And 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 now I and I still have those albums and I and I listen to them now. 
back, back when I was like 14, 15, I didn't have a fucking clue. Anyway, holy fuck. I was doing a talk at a school. Now, the first thing to say is I didn't swear. I was warned within an inch of my life not to swear. I can switch this on and off, the swearing. Like, I can. I can switch it on and off. I know when I can do it and I know when I can't do it. And I can. I, I work with young folk a lot. I'm out working with the younglings constantly. And I don't swear. I don't swear. I don't go in there and go, I, no, it's fucking great. Like, I don't talk like that in front of them. Um, but in my, uh, uh, with adults, I, I love a swear. I don't even realise I'm swearing. I just swear. So I was warned within an image of my life, don't swear. This came about, I'm not, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to tell you the name of the school kind of thing, but, I, but the way it came about was last year, there was a wall that came up in the community and the art department were asked if the young folk would like to paint it. And the art department, one of the members of the art department got a hold of me and was like, we've got this mural and it, it would be good if you could come on board and give us some advice on how to paint large scale like this. And I was like, cool. So I went in and I helped the young folk. Never swore once. Never swore once. And uh, and, and helped them paint this wall. Kind of thing, right? And then when I finished off, the teacher that I was working with had said, the head teacher's asked if you would like to do the address. That's what it's called, the address. It's not a talk. It's the address. If you would like to do the address at this year's award ceremony. And I'd done my usual thing. I done my usual thing, but I just went, "Yep, I'll do that. I'll fucking do that. Not a problem. Yes, because I don't, don't think about it too much. I just say yes. I've been saying for ages, I, I, all the fucking time. I'm saying I want to do this. I want to do the stand up thing. I want to get up and speak in front of people. And an opportunity had arisen where I was going to need to go up and speak to people, but it was months away. And I was like, "Yes, I'll do that. Not a fucking problem." And I kind of forgot about it. I kind of forgot about the whole thing. And then what happened was. I get the call, like, two weeks ago, saying, are you still up for doing this? It's like, yes, I am. No idea what I'm going to talk about. No idea what I'm going to talk about. I had a rough idea. I was thinking, I thought, obviously, the reason I want me in is to talk about do, getting, doing what I do, how I managed to get to the point where I do what I do. I thought, that, that'll be it. I thought, I, I don't know how long they want me to talk for. I don't know any of this sort of stuff. I ain't a fucking writer. Well, I'm a writer. Fuck's sake, I'm a writer. <laughs> But I'm not writing a speech. I, I, I was like, I'll just talk. I'll just talk. I do. I think I do better at that. I think. Like, I know what happened. I know how I got here. Because it was fucking me. It's not as if I need to research it. It's not as if I need to do a... Go and fact check a Frank Zappa story. Do you know what I mean? I, I know how it happened. So I was like, I fucking know how, how, it, how it went. So I'll just go up and I'll just talk. I'm not going to put too much... Not, not too much thought. I've obviously I've thought about it. Obviously, I've thought about some of the stuff that I'm going to say and some of the details that I'm going to admit because there's a, because there's a, um, some of the stuff involved a lot of fucking drinking and, and drugs and mercury and homemade explosives. Do you know what I mean? So like, there was bits where I was like, I'll leave that out. I won't, I won't be telling that in front of all the fucking young folk and their, their parents and their grannies and their uncles and all that sort of stuff. So that's what I've done. Let me take a wee sip of this tea. Let me just take a wee sip of this chai tea. Ah, I do like that. I do like a chai. Chai latte is a thing, isn't it? A chai latte is a thing. I don't even fucking know what chai is, but it's a, it's a lovely. Of all the teas <laughs> that come in a bag, it's another one of them. The fucking... So I've done this talk, man. I've done this talk. The, the address, right? 
I, I was nervous. Like, I can't say I wasn't I wasn't nervous. I was like, what the fuck am I going to wear? So I just put my best clothes on. I've got, I've spoke, I've spoken numerous times about my best clothes. So my best clothes were, I've got my, I put my gold shirt on. I put my gold shirt on and I put on a pair of blue, my blue Adidas trousers. My Beckenbauer looking fuckers. And just my half cabs, just these half cabs, which are covered in paint and varnish and all that. But I fucking not bad. I don't have other trainers. I only have one set of trainers at a time. I don't really see the point in having more than one. I, I wear a pair of trainers and I run them into the fucking ground. And then I get another set of trainers. I don't do that shit. That's fucking shoes, man. I, I never looked down. <laughs> I never looked down. The And I turned up to do this fucking thing. I, I, I shite myself a wee bit. Shite myself a wee bit. A wee bit nervous about the fact I'm going to get up and do this kind of thing. My hands were shaking. Like, my hands were physically sh- shaking. I'd done a thing in Stranra. See, when I was doing the Stranra job, see the, the gable end I'd done? I'd done a bit... Of, at the beginning, I went along and I spent a day in Stranra and I met loads of people. And at the night, there was this, like, community meeting thing. And there was about 70 people there. And I got up to talk. But it wasn't just me that got up to talk. Like, there was other people there. They do an oyster festival every year. So the, the, the people that run the oyster festival got up and spoke. There was a woman that run ran like a restaurant. She got up and spoke about what she's doing. There was another thing I can't remember something to do with. It was either boats or trees, or that might have been a different time. Uh, fuck knows. But and then I had to get up. But they'd prepared things. They were like had things to read. Had obviously rehearsed. And I just got up and fucking rambled, like just went for it with both hands. Just fucking talked shite. But I was shaking. Like, there was a bit of a tremor in there. Like, I, I do get nervous about that sort of stuff. I, I suppose... I was thinking about this last night. When I was up playing my guitar, I didn't really... I didn't shake. But I I've always, I would obviously have a bit of a... There'd be a bit of nervousness there. But I didn't... I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't phys- physically fucking shake. But there, there was a bit where I, I went... Doing this, for some reason, is still new to me. So I'm a bit... I was a bit kind of... Tremory, <laughs> I had a bit of the tremors, but the fucking this is the this is the thing, right? This is the thing. So, I'm standing with the head teacher, the head girl, other people, the deputy deputy head, other folk, right? Suits and that, and I and, and school blazers, and I'm I'm fucking wearing a gold shirt and a pair of Adidas tracksuit bottoms. And the the school band players on at the stage, <laughs> and there's two tables set up on the fucking on the on the stage, right? At like a wedding, and I'm sitting at one of these fucking tables, and uh, the the school band are playing us on, and we're standing at the side like in gorilla position. If you're into wrestling, it was gorilla position, and the and the next thing I hear the fucking. And the, br- the brass band start playing fucking We Will Rock You. And I- and we walk on stage. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Holy fuck. In fact, see, before it happened, the deputy head came up to me and he was like, I'm going to introduce you. And he'd written a thing. He fucking had a thing, a bit, of- a bit of paper. And he was like, is this okay? And I had a look at it and it said, Tragical Hara, a.k.a. And then had my real name. I was like, fucking get rid of that. Get rid of that. Score that out. Don't say my real name. That fucking annoy. No, it's still that annoy. It does annoy me. It does annoy me, but it's not everyone. It doesn't, not it, when it's it, certain people that annoys me because I feel like it is just, papers love it. Fucking newspapers love putting your real name as if they're exposing some fucking, they do it with everybody. 
They do it with everybody. They're always putting their real name. There's times I've read art- articles with Rogue One, and it'll be Rogue One, a.k.a. What's the fucking point? Rogue One? Like, you don't need to tell me anyone's real name. I know them as this. Do you know what I mean? Like, that kind of... That, that, he'd obviously done a bit of research, and that's what it is, and our papers put my fucking real name in there, as if it matters. Do you know what I mean? Like, I remember playing a gig, more chai tea. I remember playing a gig in Kilmarnock. My first show is Tragic O'Hara. That was what it was. It was my first show. And I was shite myself because I'd never really done the getting up by myself playing guitar kind of thing. I always had a band around us. It was always me and two or three other people. And this was my first thing. And I, and I was really going to go for this Tragic O'Hara thing. And I turned up and the poster didn't say Tragic O'Hara. It said my real name. And I was like, I never even fucking told you my real name. Do you know what I mean? They put my real name. It wasn't even my real name. It was my nickname. It was my. It wasn't even my real name. It was my nickname and my real second name. And I was like, what the fuck is the point? What's the point of me trying? That annoyed me for quite a while, actually. I was like, it's like, I am trying to do something here and you aren't allowing me to do it because you keep fucking referring to me as something else. Do you know what I mean? I remember play- when I played in a band called Dudge, I remember turning up and there was places that the poster would say, The Dudge. That's fucking not a name, man. That's not the fucking name. It's just, it sets the whole thing off on a poor tone, if you know what I mean. So now I just introduce myself to people as tragic. I don't do the, oh, my real name's that. I don't fucking do that. See, unless it's like a, see, unless it's like a, an, another graffiti writer or if it's someone like within the world of arts or whatever and I'm going to be working with them for a prolonged period of time, I'll introduce myself as something else. I'll be like, I'm tragic, but you can call me whatever. But then see, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'll just be like, I'm tragic. I, I suppose this has been a fucking bone of contention for me. I keep saying bone of contention quite a lot. That's another thing I've noticed. I keep saying that. I must have phrases. I must have things in my repertoire that I keep fucking using. But the the, tra- the tragic thing, I, I don't... There's still a bit of me that's like... It's a bit like the fucking cat character. Like, where does... See, when people go... So where where does the real person end and, and the and the, the pseudonym begin? I'm like fucking fuck off. Fucking fuck off with that shit. It's a lot of fucking shite. It's just that's just my prefer it's my preferred name. <laughs> there you fucking go. It's my f- preferred name. So I introduce myself as tragic quite a lot to people and it's funny watching their face. Cause they don't quite know how to take it. They don't quite know how to take it. There was and yesterday there was one of the one people came up and was like, hello, how are you doing? I'm such and such. She was like, I'm tragic. And, and there's a bit of, oh. But then what I've noticed is, folk go, some folk pursue it. Some folk pursue it. There was a person I was talking to in the street the other day who was like, I'm not calling you tragic. What's your real name? I was like, my real name's tragic. And they're like, no, no, no. What's your real name? And I'm like, tragic. No, no, what's your real name? Now, I used to know a guy. I still know the guy, right? Polish. His name is Magic. I think it's M-A-G-I-K, right? His name's Magic. And I, so what I've started doing now when folk go, oh, no, your real name, I go, my mum's Polish. And they go, oh, fuck. <laughs> my mum's not Polish. But it's funny that, because you, because when you then go, that's you, you're borderline being a wee, you got a wee bit of the racist in you if you don't want to use my actual fucking name. Know what I mean? Like, there's a touch of the racist in you. Uh, it's just fucking bastard. So that's what, I, that's what I do now, and it kind of fucking shuts the the conversation down, I'll tell them my mum's Polish, my dad's Irish, 
And that's a lot of fucking shite. That's complete fucking... Sh- I'm 100% fucking Scottish. I'd done a DNA test. I'd done a DNA test and it fucking came back and was like, ah, you're, there, there's nothing interesting about you. Do you know what I mean? You're just fucking 100% Ayrshire. And because uh, I used to think, I don't know if I've spoken about this, but I used to think I had relatives. My granddad helped me I had relatives in, in Ireland that were kicked out for stealing, stealing sheep. And my, my DNA test doesn't say that at all. My DNA test just says fucking Coburnley. That's all, that's all it says. Anyway, I got up and sat at the top table, right? I'm like, oh, fucking hell, man. Because it, it was an auditorium. It was like the gym hall. All the seats were out and all that. I was like, fucking hell, what the fuck have you got yourself into, man? And I said to the head teacher before I, before we went up, I was like, how long do you want me to talk for? He was like, no no more than 10 minutes. He's like, right, cool. Everybody had a sheet. Everybody would written a thing. And I was like, I've fucking not wrote a thing. I haven't wrote a thing down. All I know is I'm going to start with, hello, my name's Tragic Warren, my professional walrus chaser. That's all I know I'm, I'm going to start with. So they done the thing, one of the, the choir done a Beatles song, which I thought was nice. I, I was like, they done the Penny Lane. And I was like, oh, fucking brilliant. Great. Like, do you know what I mean? It, it's obviously the universe wants me to be here. So, and then uh, it got to my turn. And the deputy head got up and introduced me and started n- rhyming off all these things that I'd done. Things that I'd forgot I'd done. Kind of thing. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. And we got to the point where um, I get up and I just hit start on my phone, and I just talked. I don't really remember what I said, but I was truthful, and I told the whole thing. I kind of, it wasn't my old school. My old school doesn't exist anymore. They knocked that down. But I told the truth about school. I told the truth about, like, how, like, I didn't particularly like it. I didn't go into great detail. I wasn't like, I didn't like it because of this, that, and the next thing, but I was like, I, I didn't particularly do great at school I didn't enjoy it it, it wasn't my fucking ma- most favourite time of my life I would never go back I would never go back to school like I'm, I'm happier now than I ever was at fucking school um, and I told them the whole thing I told them the whole thing about how I didn't do art at school because I was told I was too intelligent to waste my life drawing pictures I fucking made my way into college because I couldn't get into uni they said I should go to uni uh, I made it three months in uni before I fucking left. I didn't tell them, I didn't go into great detail about why I fucking left, who I was arguing with and stuff. I told them about the student loan to pay for a fucking recording setup in my bedroom and I slept on the floor so I could fit half a drum kit in and stuff. I told them the whole fucking thing. Um, About how it wasn't, a, it's never a straight path and it should never be a straight path. Like, if you, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it never goes the way you want it to go. And I just fucking talked. I just kind of fucking rattled on for a bit. And I don't know if it was good. But I will say this right now. I, I was con- contemplating more chai tea. I was contemplating well or not to say this but Right? But. So I kind of got to the end of it. And I was talking away about what had happened and stuff and I looked at my phone and I had like nine and a half minutes left I had nine and a half I was nine and a half minutes talking shite I think I got a few laughs that's the first thing there was a few people that came up to me after it and were like I giggled all the way through that but it's not like stand up I don't think folk are going to the school show the school presentation expecting to have to be laughing at stuff but I just talked the way I talk and a couple of the teachers were like that was really really, there was bit, you were, that was really really funny it was really really good I was like, thanks very much. Like, I appreciate it. But you don't get the 
the laughs back. Because and I've never done that. I don't know how it feels. I don't know how it feels to say something and get a laugh back. When I'm doing this, people will message me and go, see that bit you said about that? It had me in stitches. But I don't get it. I don't get the return. Do you know what I mean? Billy Connolly said it's like riding a wave. That's what he said. He said it's like you, you put something out and you get the wave of laughter and you kind of surf the wave. And that's what it feels like. I never got that last night. Do you know what I mean? But then I, I don't know. I wasn't there to get laughs, I suppose. I don't, I don't fucking know. Anyway, it got to the point where I was telling the story about how I became a how I became a walrus chaser. That was it. I was telling it all the way to the point where I I, I got to... The, and there was a lot of stuff I should have said, but I didn't because I didn't have the time. And my head was fucking running about doing what it usually does and diving for this bit to this bit. And I was talking about how I got there and stuff. And I was... Again, the teacher had said, don't... She knew the story because I told the story in front of the young folk I was working with. And she was like, don't mention the drinking thing. I was like, don't bother. I won't mention the drinking thing. <laughs> I won't mention the drinking thing. I don't even know if I've told you this. I, I, I'll tell you, right? So basically, like, I was in the jo a job that I didn't particularly like. I gave everything up. And I was in a job that I, I eventually kind of got to the point that I, I didn't like it and it wasn't making me feel good. And I was I, I, I was on... I was drinking a lot, man. And that always kind of comes out. I, I was drinking a bottle, at, at least a bottle of red wine a night at the, at the time. And that's when I know things aren't going well. There was a couple of other jobs I've had where I, and I start drinking. One job in particular, I realised that because I would the way I'd walk home was via the off license. I had to walk by the off license on the way home from this job, and every time I'd just go in, I'd buy a drink and I'd go up the road and I'd drink it and I'd go back down to work, and I'd just repeat that, that fucking process, and until the day that it all blew up in my face and I started shouting at folk and started calling people assholes and things, and then that's when I handed my notice in and I was starting to repeat this cycle. I was drinking more. I was drinking a lot more. Uh, and I wasn't, I wasn't great. It wasn't the people I worked with. It wasn't anything to do with that. It wasn't anything to do with the people that I was working with. And I, I, I like the people that I worked with. I still talk to the people that I worked with. It was the 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 the, the tasks. It was the job. It was the sitting at the desk that I, I really fucking struggled with that. And now having an ADHD diagnosis, I can understand why I really struggled with that. Uh, and it, and it, and I think if I didn't do what I'd done, I would probably be in a very different position now, and I potentially could have been going down the route of looking for medication for this sort of stuff and that. Because I was getting fucking. I don't want to use the word depressed. I don't want to use the word depressed because I don't know if that's what it was. But I know I wasn't happy, and I know I was. I was depressed more than I was happy. I was, wasn't fucking depressed. There's that word again. I, I felt sad more than I felt happy. And the sadness probably came from boredom and frustration. And the fact that I thought I was capable of more, but I wasn't doing it. So I was bored and frustrated. And that's where the jealousy thing came from. See, when I was talking about the Banksy thing in that other podcast, that's where the jealousy thing came from. That's when I started getting jealous and angry and spiteful towards people because I was doing, they were doing things that I thought I was capable of doing, but I was a failed musician. That's what I called myself. I would introduce myself to people as I'm a failed musician, right? And I never ever said I was an artist or any of that sort of shit. I'm not particularly good at talking about the stuff that I do. 
which is why it was good that the deputy head went up and said all the stuff that I'd done. Because it kind of made me go, fuck yeah, that makes me look like I know what I'm talking about. He set the scene for me. Like, I, I do, I, I have actually accomplished stuff. Do you know what I mean? So, I just don't talk about it much. Because I'm I'm not very good at that. Because I'm it's the, the bragging, the blowhard bit comes in. Where I'm like, I don't fucking... You should be. I try and judge myself on what the thing that I'm doing at the time, not the thing that I used to do or the thing I've done before. Anyway, I'm telling the story. I didn't go into as much detail as this, but I was on the road to the shop to drink to go and get more red wine and cheese bugles. I left the red wine out of this, and I says cheese bugles because I would eat. I would demolish a pack of cheese bugles and fucking. It's a sight to behold. It's a sight to behold me eating crisps. <laughs> Me eating crisps is fucking is a wonderful thing, do you know what I mean? And uh, I was on the way to the shop to get more red wine and I Am The Walrus came on by the Beatles. And, I f- and it was the first time that I felt like me. Now at that point, when I said that, I could feel myself getting a bit kind of emotional about it. Earlier on in my kind of speech, my address, I'd said that I, I didn't really know where I fit in when I was growing up because I didn't like football, I didn't like cars, and I felt like I gret all the time. I felt like I just cried constantly. And then I'm getting to the point where I'm talking about, <laughs> which is preposterous when you say it, hearing a song and feeling like yourself, right? That's It's, it's madness when you think about it. A song coming on and you feeling like yourself. It's fucking... I don't know. I don't know if this happens to other people. I remember talking to one of my friends one time, a guy I was in a band with for a while, and we were talking about music, and he was like, I've never... I, I told him I was... I, I, I get teary at music quite a lot. Uh, let me think. Of, live at the Cine. Jeff Buckley, Live at the Cine. Or is it Sheenay? I don't know how you pronounce it. But his version of Alleluia there gets me every time. Every time, right? Johnny Cash Hurt was another one. When he brought out that cover of Hurt, that got me every time. There's there's certain songs that will come on. And I'll just be like, oh fucking hell! Like, I, I and I do, I do cry. I don't open. I don't fucking bawl. I don't wail like a mourning dove. Like I'm not like that. But I do get. I, I do get emotional. And I used to try and shut it down. I used to try and shut that bit down. But now I'm like I'm fucking. I I I allow myself to have that feeling. So when I started saying about how this song made me feel like myself, I could feel the feeling. I could kind of feel it the now, like the the feeling. Holy fuck! What just happened there? I'm in total darkness here. Do you see that? Hold on. I'm in total darkness. Let me switch this light on. There we go. So obviously that light's just ran out of battery. That light's just ran out of battery, and uh, and I was in total darkness there. You won't know that. You won't know that if you aren't watching this. <laughs> but if you are watching this, I didn't die. I'm still fucking here. What was I talking about? The walrus, and I was kind of, I was explaining this to them about the feeling, and then I was saying about how I d- that's what I do. I just chase the feeling. There's a lot of things that give me the feeling, and I know that if I fe- if I'm feeling it, then it's the th- then I should keep doing it, and 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 that's what I was trying to say. But then I was talking to them directly at this point because we're all sitting in the the chairs at the front, and I was talking to them directly and saying. And I looked at my phone, I had like 20 seconds left, and I was like, if I, I, listen, if I, if I had anything, any advice I could give you, it would be, don't focus on what you want to do, think about why you want to do it. And if you understand why you want to do it, you'll figure out what it is you're doing. 
and then the, the, that clarity will come. And you won't get lost in a task because you understand why you're doing it in the first place. And then I started to say, like, you just need to keep going. Like, that's what it is. You just need to keep going. And at that point, I, f I could feel it coming. And I was like, holy fuck, man. Like, you're about to actually... Holy shit, you're actually about to get fucking tearful and bunt in front of a bunch of fucking mums and dads <laughs> at a school fucking talk where people are getting trophies for fucking physics. You're about to start doing this. And I was like, look, I, thank you very much. And I kind of went. And, and after that, I felt terrible. Like, after that, sitting there, I felt fucking terrible. Like, I'd, like I'd let myself down. That's how, it, that's fucking weird. That, that's how I felt. Like, I felt like I'd let myself down by allowing myself to, to, to I don't know, man. I don't know what the word, word would be. Be vulnerable? Is that, that the fucking thing? I'd, I'd felt weird. I get a pure feeling of, you, f you fucked this up, you fucking idiot. And it, and it, and it, and it's, and it, I had it for the full night. I had it for the full night I was there. Uh, and I, and when I was talking to people after it and they were telling me that was really good it was really inspiring people told me and I was like thanks very much but in my head I was like ah, fucking I but you fucked up at the end man you fucked up at the end by, by allowing yourself to fucking feel in front of people essentially that's what it was and it wasn't until I got home later um, that, I, that I started to think about how at least it was honest that that that's it. <laughs> At least it was honest. I can fucking feel it now. Jesus Christ, man! Like that—that's the. At least it was honest. I can't. I, I can walk away from that saying. At least I fucking meant it. Do you know what I mean? So. I, I. But it was weird. It was a weird thing, because also it was like a kind of full circle thing. Because I never won an award. I, I wasn't one of the people. I never sat in a fucking thing. I did say that. I was like, I, I think it's really weird that they've asked me to do this and that the, the, I've, all I've got is a fucking five metre swimming badge. Like, that's it. Like, I don't... I, I, th I, I But I'm obviously here. They've obviously asked me here for a reason kind of thing. But after I felt... After I'd done it, I, I felt a bit kind of fucking strange and all that. They were doing the whole... They were bringing everybody up to get their awards and we were all clapping and stuff like that. And, I, and we had water on the stage. And I was sitting next to the head teacher, right? And I... And I I took a drink of water and it went down the wrong way. It went down the wrong way. And I nearly spat it all out, all over the fucking... In front, on the stage, in front of fucking everybody. Nearly spat it all out. Managed to swallow it down. Managed to do it without it all running out my nose and all that. And then coughed every time... Every, when people were clapping, I would be like... <laughs> try to get this water out my my throat. Um, and then I got a coffee and a cake and I went over the road. No, is that? That's the end of the story. That's it. And now I'm here talking about it. I felt and I, and I said to my good lady wife last night, I was like, I'll need to talk about this tomorrow. I'll this will that'll be the next thing to talk about. Um. And I would do it again. Yesterday, I I, well, I walked out. I, I I walked out and I was like, never again. That's it. Never again. And but I would I would do it again. I would do, I would do, I would do it again. Uh, but but it did kind of there was a kind of fucking full circle moment for me, or I was looking at all these fucking fresh-faced, doe-eyed young folk who are now leaving school and going into the big bad world, the real world, as, as they've probably heard from adults, and then you, it, it's almost as if you're talking to yourself, kind of thing, 
Do you know what I mean? It's almost as if you're saying that. And I admit, whenever I do the youth work thing, when I'm in work with my young folk and folk, and I'm telling them, if you understand why you're doing something, then you'll you, you'll figure out what you're doing. For example, the reason why I work with young folk in this way is because I wish when I was 15, someone had came in to me and said, it's all imaginary, it's all completely made up, and you get to make it up. The idea of having a good job and a big house and a car and all this sort of stuff is all fucking a human construct, and it's completely made up. And it's completely made up by people who benefit from you buying a big house and a big car and having a good job and all that sort of shit. It's all completely fucking made up. And if you weigh yourself, if you decide that you are a good person or you are successful based on the type of car you drive, then you're in danger. You're in danger of becoming something fucking boring. And if you can do anything in life, don't be fucking boring. Don't be don't be a beigeist. Do you know what I mean? And if someone had told me that when I was like 14, 15, I, I'd have probably got to the point quicker where I was like, no, it is. You're right. Because I felt that. Even then at that age, I, I would look about and kind of go, this is shite. Like, this is complete and utter... Fu- this whole fucking thing is a lot of shite. Um, but if someone had came into the place where I had the doubts and went, I think you're right to have doubts because I had doubts, I would have been cool man this is uh, obviously this is real and th- th- this thing I'm feeling is real and the other stuff is made up you know what I mean so that's it I think that's it I think that's all I've got to say about the thing <laughs> I think that's it do you know what I mean it's not as if I've had my phone up here for 10 minutes and I was like that's me done now so so yeah there we go that's it that, that's that's just the story of the school talk the address so Thank you very much for your time, because it's the most important thing you've got, and I'll catch you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser.